Yeah, are we recording? Yes. Yeah, we always. Oh, this we, is the episode. It's called, we, a, deep, it's called a deep roll. I change what it's called every time. A deep roll. <laughs> <laughs> we, you coined is that. It? That's coined it. Coined and minted. Coined and raised. You rolled that, yeah. Okay, That's, I like that. So yeah, we just kind of start, we open, and uh, so now you're in to LA, just doing things for VidCon. Very cool. Yeah, I mean- First it, VidCon? Uh, my first VidCon. Very cool. Incredible. Weird. I hear it's it skews extremely young right now. Yeah, well, I, never, I had nothing to compare it to. Right. And my thing was, I- for years, I've been like, should I go to VidCon? Does any, is it all just like screaming 14 year olds? Like, would anyone there have even seen anything I've made? Mm-hmm. Uh, the answer and, is yes to both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But it was funny because I've been to Comic Con, it's like San Diego Comic Con, yeah, yeah. a bunch of times, right. which is the most insane place on earth. Right. Uh, it's so exhausting. Mm-hmm. It will destroy you. Yeah. And, um, and then I get to VidCon and I'm just kind of, it's like, there's so much open space. I'm kind of walking around. There aren't like 20 people pressed into me from every direction at mm. all times. Right. And like, I can breathe. I'm like, Oh, this is pretty chill. Yeah. And, um, granted I did, I did very little. Right. I think I was, th- I spent like a total of six hours over two days there. Sure. Oh, that's just, nice. Perfect. Yeah, that's just, all you need, man. I, I went to <laughs> zero events. I went to zero panels. Talks. I didn't look at the schedule. I just walked around That's and saw great. some friends. That's the way to do it. I do love yeah. the pitch Getting for Comic Con. Uh, anytime anyone ever talks about Comic Con, they're like, "Oh my God, Comic Con, the greatest convention of movies and f- comics. It's everything you would ever want. It's awful. I hate being yeah. there. Like it, it always is. Everyone's pitch is like how smelly it is. I went yeah. one time. I went in 2011. I got to when um when Andrew Garfield went. When is Comic-Con? the emotional year? Like yeah. it, I mean, the moment we were all felt good about Andrew Garfield, yeah, yeah. And he didn't get the movies that he deserved. Yeah, oh, no, poor Andy. Yeah, just slipped quietly into his mid thirties. Exactly. Yeah. He was well, so excited. I mean, I, so sincere. So sincere. So when does when does San Diego Comic Con happen again? This week, what, tomorrow. It's, it's, I, I don't know when this episode drops, but I'm sure. going tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So it's okay. So it begins tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Wednesday like is preview is night, preview right, night right. but it's officially Thursday through Sunday. Sure, right. It is fun because you do get to see like just the naked face of of like the raw capital machine that's behind all oh, of yeah. this. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, oh uh, so yeah, crazy. Like, we're packed in here. It's, we're trying to get the the uh, exclusive Funko Pops, yeah. and a mother of four just got trampled. It's it's like a terrifying. <laughs> I just look like at when, fan culture. When like right. my, the best part is when it's like. Comic Con. Oh, I'll meet you over at the uh, the giant booth for L.A. to Vegas. Yeah, NBC's L.A. to Vegas. Yeah. Or whatever, <laughs> like whatever. The, like some weird. Like no, there's always a thing where like right um in like right in the town like or in San Diego like uh across the 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 street from the convention center. NBC always has this giant installation like oh, outside. Sure, yeah. It takes mm-hmm. over like you know like like two city blocks. Right and. It, that's what, to me, what's interesting about San Diego, because, like, there's, like, I live in New York. We have New York Comic Con. In mm. terms of attendance, it's, like, the same number of people at each one. Sure. But yeah. in New York, you walk over, like, one avenue, you're back in the real world. Right? Yeah, and, yeah. um And San Diego, it it's everything. Yeah. It takes over everywhere you go. It is, like, it covers the entire outside of, like, every hotel. They right. Just, like, sure. You know, I, like, banners across all the windows. Banners say, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's also just, like, things con. It is everything because yeah. like what you're saying, it's just, it's like a uh, 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 blue medic. He's a cop doctor now on NBC. Dude, and that's be like, quiet. that's in right. fucking a, that's the last time I send you my call. <laughs> All right. Cause you just, you just blurt him out and you're going to get me. Sure. It's, it's, it, it just is put Chicago in front of it. Sure. And Chicago, then you'll sell blue it. Medic. Chicago blue medic. <laughs> Damn, you're right. yeah. It is, it, it has become things con. I remember even like going the, well, I guess the year I went, they had the, they had a huge, it was maybe the second year of game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And it was a cute, and I was like, what is this? Right. An HBO show well, is I mean, like that, taking that fits over. a little better than. It fits a little better now, but I don't know. Even when I went, I was very much expecting like 
comic book related and comic yeah. book movies. It's even. weird how much it strays into just media. Yeah, it's yeah. not even like like Game of Thrones is at least nerdy. Yeah, exactly. Sure. It just gets into like you know the NBC thing that they have there. It's promoting <laughs> just like Brooklyn Nine Nine and The Good Place. Yeah, those yeah. are just comedy shows. Yeah, they're just, they're just regular sitcoms. Shows, yeah, and yeah, it's very strange. Well, I will say the thing that I hear a lot. Uh, is like people accusing it of being like you know oh like like all the comic book stuff is gone it's mm-hmm. like it's 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 like uh, been like pushed out that's not actually the case like, like I, oh, yeah, I it's lo- just tucked away I sure. mean I have a lot of friends in the comic book industry and so and like the comic industry is there in full force mm-hmm. they're all there it just yeah. doesn't get the media attention yes and um like my favorite. One of my favorite things about Comic-Con is just uh, the bar at the Hyatt every night. It's just Ooh. the entire comic industry, mm-hmm. just at one bar. That's cool. And uh, Now you've outed them, man. Now everyone's here. <laughs> I, I, I feel like this is this has been stated publicly this. before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but uh, apologies if, uh, if now people are going to like stalk these artists. It is true. That's the difference, though, of like the true comic book people are there with like a yard folding table and a bunch of boxes of their right. shit. And then next to them is a gigantic, you know, what's her name? Kristen Bell animatronic. Sure. That's like, watch the good place. <laughs> right. It's like, oh yeah, I'm going to spend millions of attention to that. Yeah, I know. Just fucking huge. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it is a shame to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say, so here's my pitch for Comic-Con whenever I'm like telling people about it. So mm-hmm. Everything you could possibly want is there. Sure. You just have to go in with the plan and know how oh, to yeah. get the, like the experience that you want, you can get it. Mm. You just have to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you'll get overwhelmed and you'll just want to kill yourself. It's truly huge. It's, it's truly so it's like bonkers. Prague in a way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It, it's why Prague? Oh, it's just like, you can get anything you want there, but you need to like know what you're looking for or else you're going to get into some no, fucking dangerous shit. It was just weird. I, I, I spent a semester abroad in Prague. And so I've like lived in that city. Sure. And I was just talking about this like two hours ago. To someone. I, I, was like, I was like, wait, <laughs> did you hear that conversation? Yeah. Are you referencing everything is content? Yeah. We have a philosophy on beef to, uh, <laughs> just actively stalk our mm-hmm. future guests. Perfect. So we've, we've been checking here and everything you've said for about the last I don't the know, of podcasting. 18 days or so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, it makes sense. Cause I, I just was in Burbank all day. So you now, <laughs> sure. yo, you were the ones that I like that I heard like whisper my name. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm tapped into the life energy of Burbank. Yeah. So I'm kind of like the three eyed Raven of Burbank. <laughs> okay. Take like, on the three eyed mouse. <laughs> I, uh, three, the three-eyed. Uh, what is the life energy of Burbank? As someone not from LA, LA still confuses me. Sure, like so much every time. Well, what's so confusing about it is it the fact that every pizza store also sells shish kebab. Uh, that's <laughs> mostly that, and not really pizza. I mean, well, to be fair, like you know, on every corner in New York is uh, what is, is just a is crown fried chicken pizza. Yes, and like. <laughs> So, you know, I'm used to that stuff, but it's mostly the, the fact that L.A. seems to be just like 12 cities all mushed yes. together. Oh, yeah. I actually recently had to look at, it's fascinating what is L.A., the city of Los Angeles. It is shaped like no other thing. Yeah. Nothing known to man is shaped the way that the L.A. city it, is shaped. And then on the, it it'll just like be. the machines in the Peter Jackson movie. Mo- it, yeah. it, it, it is a mortal engine. It's a mortal engine. Oh, it's a mortal engine. It is the I definitive should. mortal engine. I thought you were and who, about so who's the Shrike of LA? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but this it, is a podcast about mortal engines, right? <laughs> it's funny, Tim. We, I actually learned because I was, I had to look for, for business reasons. Uh, our house doesn't ex- exist 
exists almost as if the city of LA specifically wanted us to be within the city of LA. If you ever look at the the limits, it like literally curves around and just scoops. <laughs> oh, well, that was me. I gerrymandered it so that oh. we're technically Los Angeles. That's no, great, just so dude. you can like rig elections so can, now. Well, no, so that I, it shows on my post letters when I send letters to my friends at home right. to brag that I live right. here. You can't say he doesn't want to say Burbank. Although oh, we yeah. do joke, the heart Burbank's of the movie like, industry. It's, it says it on the reasonable sure. beef. Twitter. Yeah, no, honestly, that's I was just at at movie studios today. Yeah, and, uh, and I was here. like, oh, this is like the LA that I sort of like fantasized about yeah. when I was a child, sure. as opposed to just like strip malls. Yeah, which yeah. is what I usually see when I'm here. They're they are all all the the big the true backlots and stuff are like up here. Yeah. and then you get like the production companies that sure. are out by Santa Monica and they're stuffing. There's it is, it is fluff yeah. though, like towards Central LA. It's like you're in a Hanna Barbera cartoon where you're driving, yeah. and it's just like, oh yeah, liquor store, and then another uh, uh, donut store, <laughs> independent re- donut shop, reusable lining the blocks. Yeah, yeah. That's a very very good analogy. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Tim. Don't do it anymore. Welcome to Reasonable Beef. Thank my you. name's Tim Kish. I'm here with my guy. <laughs> it's me, Dom. And who's our guest today? Uh, it's me, Patrick Willems. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate Welcome. also adding the it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I just it seemed appropriate. I mean, you know, I'm just like when in Rome. It's me. Yeah, I gotta match this energy. Woo! And uh, that's cool. So we are doing a Defenders of the Rotten episode. It's been a while. It's been a long while. It's a dang I think ass like long a full time. year. Nuh uh. Yeah. Really? It's been a minute. Been a minute. Nuh-uh. We wanted to re-bring, uh, bring back this format because we did some market research. Uh, and also, I didn't have time to see a new movie exactly. while I was in, in <laughs> California. Man, it all worked out. out. Yeah. Did anybody see, first, did anybody see anything recently that they care to put a blurb about? I saw Any movies thoughts? when I was in New York a week ago. What'd you see? Uh, I saw... <laughs> Actually, I went to a screening of an old movie. Okay. Oh, there you go. Uh, the, the Metrograph was screening a... 4K uh, remaster of the Takashi uh, Miike movie Audition. Cool. Oh, Audition. That's a good one. Yeah. That's what about well, the, 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 the stepmom, right? Uh, no, it's the like... I, 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 you, you're, you're kind of on the right yeah. track. <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. What does she yeah. say? What's the one she's... Kiri, Kiri, Kiri. Is that the... Like, Is that... What, deeper, deeper, deeper. Yep, yep. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, I, I went with friends who had never seen it before, yeah. and uh, it was fun Fun watching the movie, fun watching my friends. I like Miike. Yeah. Miike is weird. He makes a shitload of movies. He makes like nine movies. Movies a year, yeah, and only a, a hundred, only a handful, are pretty any good. That I mean, well, maybe just like our notable that I've seen. Like, I mean, see, Z- I've seen Zebra Man, saw Each of the Killer. Yeah, uh, you haven't seen Audition. No, oh, I haven't seen it. No, but I, I mean I, that's I, my favorite one. But but then he'll that. he'll still make good ones. Like uh, what what is it? Uh, Thirteen Samurai. Sure, it's yeah. awesome. Thirteen going on thirty Samurai. Oh, fuck that's yeah. a movie. That's a good ass movie, too. <laughs> it's a pitch. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Jennifer Garner will do it, too. Wakes She's up in, in the body the of a 30 year old samurai. <laughs> All right, here we go. Blue Medic, 13 going on 30 samurai. Chicago Blue Medic. Chicago Blue Medic. Good. Excuse me, Chicago. Did you see anything samurai. recently that you care to talk about? I don't about? think I've seen anything since uh, Far From Home. Yeah. I guess I didn't really. I saw the uh, Annabelle, the new Annabelle. We I hear finished. Crawl is awesome. I really want to see it. <sighs> We're gonna, I think we're going to go this it. week. Let's do it, Tim. I see it. I should see it. And apparently it's like 90 minutes long. Real 30 Nine, minutes long? 90 minutes long. Oh, damn. We love 90 minutes. You got me so excited. Yeah, it's just a, it's a short film, but they're charging full admission. I would do, I do not, I've got the AMC pass. I don't care. Oh, I yeah. go in, I go out. It's fantastic. It's time to shill for A-list. What a good minutes. service. No, I, I love saw, it. I have three, if you look through my A-list, it's because I've seen Ma three times. It's where <laughs> I watched the first third, left, came back, I saw another showing middle. of it, watched the middle, left, and then came back to watch the finale. 
Uh, is it so bad that you have to watch it in three settings? Honestly, no, I just kind of got hungry. A 30 minute movie would be perfect for me because famously I do go to that AMC Burbank and I, I have about 30 minutes between burritos that I eat at Chipotle. Yeah, so oh, I, nice. I kind of just do them in a marathon style and that if I can go from chicken to chicken to beef, watch, <laughs> watch a 30 chicken minute beef. <laughs> this is, was this all set up for like a, a word play? I thought you would, I thought you would have laughed. <laughs> I thought you would have laughed way earlier. So I kept going. I thought when I said between burritos, no, was that like, was where the laugh was. I was like, oh, so he gets a burrito and he, between movies, he's watching many movies. A hey, Defenders of the Rotten for the first time. So yeah, we're back. We're doing Defenders of the Rotten. It's good. Um, we have information for the first time in a long time. Thanks to producer Michael. <laughs> Just in general. Mm-hmm. This is <laughs> we, the first episode of we Beef decide. where we, uh, <laughs> We've seen, we, we have, have any kind of data. Gathered information for that it. We're, yeah. we're pulling. And uh, these are listed in order that we're getting to do them. Um, you guys know the rules. It's a rules. Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, there is. There's rules. Rotten Tomatoes score of the film. You're going to give it a new one uh, and then justify that score. Uh, so what, do I give the score a little bit of now? background? No, I mean, yeah, I guess going to the movie. Oh, you want to go first? I guess you're going first. Going you first, I'm going first. You just said it was part of the rules. You're right. I did. So, Hot Lannis. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I am uh, reviewing Donald Glover's Atlantis. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it surprised the shit out of me. I don't know what occurred to me. I, oh, no, you know what happened was I was, as as happens when we're looking for defenders to do, I don't know what to do. Wait. Typically. Okay. So here's my question about this again, as an, a newcomer to the podcast uh-huh. and specifically to this format. So we give it a new score. Yes. But here's the thing, but it's score. It's Rotten Tomatoes score. That- Stop. You can't question it. <laughs> I no. understand that it is an aggregative score, but for the purpose of this game, you need to entirely pretend okay. that it is a one to 100 score. Okay. It's, exactly. it's so easy. It's, it's Tim, T-ball. Tim used to, what you just saw happen was that for every defenders until now, Tim used to go like, and I know, I know, I know, I know. I know it's an aggregate. And I know that. And I know it's an aggregate score. And I know it's not really the score. And that's, that's exactly the now, he, I now he just goes, stop. <laughs> Atlantis, the Lost Empire, mm-hmm. has a 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh-huh. I'm Shockingly. Shocked. Like, Disney yeah. animated movies don't not have scores like that. This, one is, this one's notable. People really don't like this one. See, but you, no, it's no, interesting no. you I say like that. Our, I, I, I mean, I, I have no idea how old anyone is, but like... Hundred. Okay, you're 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 a hundred. You're like twenty seven. Twenty seven. I feel like millennials often tend to like this movie. Sure. I agree. That was why I was shocked by this because I because all I ever hear. Movie. Sorry, I'm sorry. Please. Yeah, but is it, is it cult? I mean, I, can you can call a Disney movie? Can you call be a, cult it, classic? a Disney I, I, animated yes. motion picture a I could, cult movie? I, I think that there's a pantheon when when you're a Disney animated movie, and if you're not in those like top. Six spots. I, I don't sure. really think that you get much act. Nobody talks and about you, the by, Black Cauldron. By which you mean for reasons. Yeah. Black Cauldron's cool shit, though. Sure, it sure right. is. But that's also from that weird in between period. Yes, it right. is. But I mean, regardless. like the, the one that I always go to is the Great Mouse Detective. Okay, that's the yeah. one that I really dig. It, from like right before the Renaissance. Yes, but that's one of those. I feel like, and I uh, Atlantis probably doesn't. May, maybe it scoots in on this on this same logic. But I feel like something like Mouse Detective got by on. I happened to have that VHS. Yeah. Like yeah. I had it. And so it was on a lot. I don't even think I ever particularly engaged with it, but as a kid, it just, I watched it a lot. So right. it was like, and I feel to like me, I think of it as a huge Disney movie. It's like, I think, you know, exactly. And I feel like if I had been, if you know, Atlantis had been made like 
before I was born, like mm-hmm. Great Mouse Detective was, I probably would have loved this as a kid because both of them are kind of like the more, yeah. the, the, the more like, uh, you know, male driven, uh, mm-hmm. action focused Disney movies sure, of sure. their eras. Yeah. It's also, is it, it's also funny how the, there's, there's when you're a child, there's just like a Disney void that all yeah. the movies came from just a nondescript time period and they're all just the Disney movies. Yeah. You don't yep. really think about the chronological creation of things. But that's also what's interesting about animated movies because like yes. live action movies, you can tell like, oh, oh yeah. a 60s movie, a 70s movie and stuff like that but unless you actually like do the research right you know 30s yeah like but like 30s uh disney movies are like almost interchangeable with like 70s yeah absolutely shorts and stuff yeah the the distance between snow white and alice in wonderland is like 20 years i would never yeah i'm sorry but anyway so atlantis it hit at i I, i'm curious i wish i had reasons for this i wish i had like a full you know, a film historian analysis of why this didn't do well or why it was received the way it was received. I mean, I have ideas or takes about it. It came in sequence and like, I guess it's interesting that it, so it was what, it was like Mulan and then Tarzan, I think. Tarzan is the last Renaissance movie. Right. So this was, this was two after, so they had Tarzan and then there was, uh, what was in between this? You were forgetting a big one. Emperor's New Groove? No, 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 no. Um, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, Hunt. No, no, no. That that, that was before. Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet, but that's another. No, no, but that was a bomb. And okay, this is what always fascinated me. After Tarzan, uh, they started this new weird thing, um, of being like, let's target like boys more right and make more like action sci-fi things yeah which is just a weird thing for disney to do after they'd had this insanely successful run of like adapting right. fairy tales the mm-hmm. movies with, with princesses after atlantis though oh it's after atlantis yes, it is oh, is, so it, the, is it the following year so yeah it's i think that whatever you're about to say is correct i just think that you're mixing yes. up yes, I am. and and treasure planet because the movie the the disney animated movie that's between this and tarzan it is, uh, new is dinosaur <laughs> and also emperor's new groove is there too but that's what 3d that's animated interesting dinosaur. to me as far as the 2d ones that we go from like tarzan which well okay, emperor's so new groove like, is definitively the end of the renaissance as per the hot box you all see this this documentary right uh, you seen the documentary the hot box the, it's the one about oh yeah yeah, yeah, I know yeah, what yeah you're wife made about the the it, how it, this started is a very much more uh, Lion King esque, like a big mythological story. It started like, with Little Mermaid. What with the Renaissance? No, no, no. I mean, I mean the the New the Groove, Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that. It was yeah, a very yeah, different yeah. movie. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's kind of whatever. Okay, okay which is sure. which Does, is crazy that then Emperor's New Groove ended up good. That's Does it hold whole, up? I, I loved it when I was in middle school. I yeah. haven't seen it since then. I mean, it, it doesn't compared to the. You don't think so? It, it just doesn't have that same level of mythology that the other movies had. Definitely like, not. The sense of such a magic. But it, that's what replaces it with cynicism, which is funny but incredibly 90s, and I don't think it holds up as well anymore. But that's what's funny Sorry. about where we end up. So even here, Atlantis is probably still in the middle of that happening for Disney. Right. Because, like, when did we really come back around? It, it's, like, tangled, right? right. No, like, it, it is tangled. Yeah, yeah. It's a, so it was like, a while, yeah. We spent Disney animated and uh, Princess and the Frog, right? Yeah. No, well, that was when they tried to go back to the old thing. Right. Yeah. And, um, and it didn't, like, flop, but it wasn't the hit they wanted it to be. Right. right. Which is they didn't go far enough back in time. <laughs> they yeah. just they realized like uh, we gotta it's gotta be castles and shit or no one's I, interested. I, I've got other exactly. thoughts about that, but we'll, we'll go down a million I mean, tangents. This, yes, the, yeah, Tim's like yes, Dom. I'm sure it was the castles. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, like I, I do th- have I do take issue with like the first black princess. She's a frog for ninety percent of the movie. Yeah, weird and, choice. Like, you don't really see her. Yeah. And it just seems very strange. And like th- that could be a reason. But right. just again, I don't want to go down I mean, a million So tangents. much of that era is so strange. Like like Home on the Range. Yeah. yeah what like, the hell? Fucking hell. They yeah. made that. <laughs> yeah. what, why? why? Who was that for? They did that movie. Roseanne Barr is a cow from Disney. Did they also do The Wild? Well, be, right, be nice. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is that also? Did they also do the wild? That weird like Madagascar. No, same no. Kind of thing? that's um. Who the hell is that? Whatever. That's, that's got to be like Blue Sky or something. Yeah, I'm like that's not even DreamWorks. Yeah, yeah, it's not DreamWorks. But um, so please. Yeah. So Atlantis came after. Uh, this is the team who did Hunchback. They wanted to do. They wanted to do something else together, and I think I find that alone kind of interesting. That it's like, and maybe why this didn't connect in the same way as, as other Disney stuff is like, you can almost feel in the actual filmmakers brains themselves that they were like, all right, hunchback, the priest hates himself. The guy's a mutant. He's going to, he's, he's exiled in a tower. The girl is just got people after her. It's terrible. Religious sanctuary. Yeah. How about, uh, how about an adventure with fish? <laughs> like, yeah. They're just so hungry to just be, have a fun time. Just a fun little adventure. Right. But it's funny that we that we hit the point musical where it's like, all right, Mulan, uh, there are like in-story musical numbers. You know what I mean? Where it's it's the characters themselves singing, she sings, you know, I'll make a man out of you. It's him singing. Then we get like uh Tarzan where it's it's thematic songs. It's yeah. not even, it's not the characters aren't singing them. It's not Tarzan singing. I only right. saw Tarzan for the first time like five years ago and I had no idea it wasn't a musical. Yeah. And I guess uh, we have the, the, the banging on the drums in the camp song. But yeah. That's featuring sure. in sync. Featuring in sync. Yeah. I mean, but I was just, and I like Tarzan, but there are so many montages because it's yeah. like, well, we got all these Phil Collins songs. Yeah. <laughs> what do we put them over? Another montage? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> And then we get, so from, from there, then there's Emperor's New Groove, which is like still thematic music. Like there's songs in it, but they're not, yeah. like there's the Cusco song, but it's not really a song sung by any character. And then this, they're like, all right, I think we're done. Sure. I'm yeah. not going to do that Let's anymore. Let's not do any of that stuff that was so successful. And then Treasure Planet as well, right? Because Treasure Planet has like notable, uh, what's the pop? There's like a song, there's like a rock song for Treasure Planet that people really dig. There is, but that's like, it's like non-diegetic. Right, exactly. It has nothing to do with anything. Right. So I find oh, yeah, it, that, that was all, I mean, Treasure Planet, I also watched for the first time like five years ago. I spent this week where I caught up on like all these like sort of movies from this era by Disney that I had not seen. Mm -hmm. And Treasure Planet has not aged especially well. Sure. How so? Uh, so first of all, the, uh, the, the thing that seemed really cool at the time, the big innovation of like, you know, uh, CG animation for like the backgrounds mm -hmm. looks fucking ugly it's, now. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, like the, Atlantis the, has a fair bit of that as well. It does. Uh, I haven't watched Atlantis in a while, yeah. not since like high school. But uh, but yeah, Treasure Planet doesn't look especially good. And then there's just these things where it's like they're really trying to like be like modern and edgy and attract Boys. It's yeah. like extreme sports. He's got a rat tail. Uh, right. They have like a rock song in there. Hell yeah. It's uh, it's just. I mean, there's stuff in there that that I like, but um, but there's stuff in there that it's just it's so of its time in a way Disney usually isn't. And that's what's funny. That, and I don't even use furry propaganda. I'm sorry. I, it's disgusting, really. <laughs> but how sexy that Here cat lady goes. captain is. I find it. Are you kink shaming? Antithetical. Kink shaming. Uh, listen, I, I'm not, I'm just. Uh, I think if anything, Tim just said he. What's the fuck the cat lady? Listen, yeah, I, no, he's I, it's himself. not my fault yeah. I want to fuck the cat. Don't you're, feel like, you're making the cat sexy. Look, it's okay. <laughs> like, no judgment here. Sure. All right. So, I don't know. I, 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 it's interesting. I didn't quite ever think about the musical aspect of it and that being part of why maybe people didn't take to this. But, like, 
it is true that people really dig this movie. I think it's a it's a pretty maybe it's standard. Maybe you could argue character wise, it is just falling into sort of an adventure serial right. thing where it's just like, yeah, I don't know if Milo necessarily learns anything other than being brave yeah. by the end. He's like, I don't need shirts. Like, yeah. That's kind of like where we end up, which is cool. What I if mean, that was the arc? Get this out of here. I don't need that. I'm Can you imagine know. at the beginning he was like, people were like, hey, come swimming. He's like, no, I don't, I don't, do I don't want to. Yeah, I'm afraid yeah. of water. Now exactly. that's a character arc. Yeah. But then at the Milo end, Thatch hates baths. But then at the end he like dramatically rips his shirt off and overcomes his fear of exposing his nipples. <laughs> and everyone's just like, oh, dude, those are fucking weird. <laughs> And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> I have a, I have a magic rock. I just did right? a movie. Um, yeah. So from what I recall, people are really not into this uh, because of exactly that reason. It's just kind of like a script. It just kind of like happens. It's like an it's adventure fine, thing. Serviceable but, story. But the difference with this is that it's fucking Sakuga, dude. The Sakuga. animation in this oh, is yeah. mind blowing. It's cool. Just like the motion of people. It's, moving. It's the mic some of the best I've seen. I ever. read on the wiki. I didn't Mike really Mignola know this. It's did the, the designs. Yeah. It's the Hellboy guy. You yeah. know, it's then which I never thought about that, but like now it screams it when Dude, I. Yeah, yeah. that how, was like, why I saw it at the time. Uh, everyone's limbs have. Yeah, and how tr- how rectangular their fingers are. Sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's a good animated film. Good. Yeah, but this is one of those. I, I think it. I think it took obviously because I I was probably squarely in the demographic that they were aiming for. So like all those boardroom meetings of all the guys who were in breathing this very air in Burbank in in, in 1999, they were right about me because I saw it and I was like, hell yeah. I'm Wait, Milo. You saw, like <laughs> you saw it in theaters? Yeah. Oh, I did not. Sure. I saw yeah, it on yeah, DVD. I, I thought it was very cool, and then I had it. I had it, you know, on VHS and everything. And oh, I was so long ago. very into the uh very into the aesthetic of it and the magic of it and you know the the squirrely. Also, it helped for me. Obsessed with Back to the Future. Michael J. Fox. This is also That's this true. is, yes, this sorry, is him J. Fox. in his run of um, as we we know this now retrospectively, but at the time this was not aware, uh, not clear. But he was doing a lot of VO stuff and a lot of things that would just make him some money because he kind of knew his health was on that. Right. He, was he, he not out as having Parkinson's I don't know in 2001. Point? I'm not sure. Sure. But I know that like him doing well, he had Stuart retired. Little and Homeward Bound and all these ones where he could yeah. just go into the studio and just yeah, stand I mean, there and speak. Him. But I think he'd yeah. already been, he he had retired from Spin City when for that Spin reason. City I thought it was like 98. I don't know. I like remember that happening vaguely for some reason. Seven years old right. watching I'm, Spin City. Honestly, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But, sure. Um, Have you ever seen the thing about Nadia of the Blue Water and uh, Atlantis? It's I'm like sorry, a, it's an anime thing. Just scroll through this album really quick. It's just like very similar in oh. plotting and character design. Whoa. Um, oh, this is not affiliated with Atlantis. No, no. It's just entirely. similar. It was one of these things where it's like... Uh, uh, commonly thought of it's, it's a commonly known thing I guess in like anime Whoa. communities that but it's a very it. It, that it's yeah a lot of it is very ripped off like in story beats and especially in character design uh, wow which I think is really really fascinating because like none, yeah. none of these character designs you should, can are you post this somewhere so yeah, people when yeah, that episode been around comes out wherever yeah well, but I'll, just, I'll post I'd, the links yeah, yeah. I know I'm just sending it Whoa. Jesus, Tim. Also, I want to watch this thing it's now. Great, what is it? Uh, Nadia, Nadia. The Secret of Blue Water. It'll be on, it'll be on Twitter. Yeah, I'm going to put the whole thing up on Twitter. Just that little image. Just mm-hmm. that little that little collage. Because that's, that's fascinating. Yeah. Which I, 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 don't, I don't know what ever happened with that. I don't know if litigation was ever put forward or if it's just one of these well, like kind of online things. It's not even necessary if it's just an online thing, but it's also sometimes they don't, that shit doesn't have standing. Yeah. You, know, you can look at it. It's like, oh, it's about a girl and her necklace glows. You know, and it's like, even if imagery is borrowed, it's kind of like, but this stories are fucking weird, man. They're nebulous. But uh, uh, 
Just as an interesting aside, this is the thing he did. Did you watch Evangelion? <laughs> I, this is on a thing he did right before Evangelion. Oh, it's the same guy? Yeah. Sorry, I just recently started watching Evangelion. Sure. I'm like well, uh, four episodes does, in. Does no one have anything to say to me? Oh, what did you say? Did you say God that? bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Typically, there's a, there's, a, there's a phrase. There's a part that happens Leave. after that. <laughs> get off of. Get, get that guy out of here. I wasn't sure if you wanted uh, to like cut the sneezes, <laughs> so I just didn't say anything. Uh, it's very not on beef, baby. No. We're we're humans. <laughs> we are humans. Keep it all faults and all. All that good meat. Yeah. So, anyway, so this has got a forty-nine. It's got a forty-nine, and I don't think that's fair. I think it's a fun-ass adventure, and I think, on the musical note, I think if this huh. had songs. I think it would probably be a little more well regarded. Sure. I think it maybe would have had the thing that's. It's not really like a cult thing because you can. Is there? Do people say that about Emperor's New Groove? Do they say that's a cult Disney movie? I think it, it's the closest thing to a cult Disney movie. Yeah, it's sort of. I guess it's like. This is this is them. You can't blame them. I mean, man, it's like how old was Disney the company at this point? Seventy years old. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying. You know, they're they're, they're gonna suffer tr- for dementia. Wait, can you pitch, lost. can you pitch us a song? Like, where would a song go, and who would sing it? What it would it be, be my. You know, when the car drives away, it splashes him. His all his papers go everywhere, and sure. it would be like an Alan Menken sad piano, and he would be like the I want song. Yeah, and he'd be like again. It's just me. It's fine. He would be perfect. And then he would get wander home, and then he opens the door, and then the lady's there and says, "Hey, come be in Atlantis, the Lost Empire, the movie that." <laughs> and we're then they in. say, wait, "Under the sea, under the sea." Okay, wait. So I wait. The new Lion King isn't out yet, right? No, I think it came out yesterday, last week. Yeah, I think yeah, Friday. I think it's out. Oh, okay. Um, so I haven't seen it. I'm not it's planning okay. to see it. But apparently, have you guys seen it? No, no plans. Apparently, Timon and Pumbaa sing "Be Our Guest" in it. Cool. Huh. Uh, I like that. I don't. I'm interested. That's that's just this. I, I don't know. That really weirds me out. Sure. It's just like 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 we're fucking Disney. We're just gonna like, hey, remember that other thing we did that you like? Sure. We're just gonna like reference that. Hey man, that. I don't know if you saw Wreck It Ralph two, where they did an ad for a new princesses TV show in the middle of it. Uh, but but a, they've been doing this for also, a minute. But, the, but, I think but that's a but, pretty tasteful except way. These are very not. different things. Like the whole point of Wreck It Ralph is to like riff on existing that's media, true. like sure, uh, yeah. that we're aware of, and like comment on IPs. Extremely true. Uh, the Lion King is not <laughs> meant to do that kind of thing. I also liked how in uh, Solo, I love when, I think I made this point then, but you know when it's like the 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 Empire propaganda and it's like playing the Imperial March mm-hmm. on a TV in Solo. Oh yeah. Like, like in in the world of the movie. <laughs> the like, theme the of the theme Empire from is the, the Empire is playing out of a TV. And then like. It raises a lot of questions. I love, which also later, of course, my favorite scene in Solo is Star Wars story where uh, he turns on the radio in the Millennium Falcon and it's the theme from Star Wars and he says ah I love this song <laughs> <laughs> my favorite good they never play it anymore but uh yeah, yeah all right so I, so I guess the point being unless it's a, it's it's sweet it's cute it's fun it's cool animation if it's cool animation good. it does feel a little sure. more mature it's a little a little scarier a little more dangerous in the adventure it has a throwback thing that maybe people weren't into yet. Like Disney was a little early in throwing back that what they didn't realize was that in about 10 years, all they had to do was throw back to themselves. Sure. They were just too, they were like, oh, people want like cool old 40 cereals. No, 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 no. We want you to do the thing you just did again, but with real people. It was well, funny that that guys, kept- you know, it's coming. Sure. They're going to do the live action remake. Of, of course. Atlantis. Which I think that's a good thing to bring up. That was, I saw a, uh, you know, one of those just viral images. It was Tom Holland and Zendaya as 
Milo and um um look at my notes. It was Tom Holland Tom Holland and Zendaya as uh Milo and I forget her name. And then apparently Tom Holland, that's like a thing now. He's like being considered like they're gonna do it and they want wait really yeah sure. oh i i was just when i said that i did not mean oh it's in development i just meant like it'll sh- surely happen eventually yeah, I, mean, I, I think that uh, i think that the need for a disney movie in the traditional disney brand of like kind of an actiony family thing mm-hmm. there's still a hole for that i think that they can fill I think this one more than the most. john the john carter uh niche that I they've know. been so afraid to attempt or john carter yeah just like turn of the century pulp stuff sure. well no i just I, I guess that maybe not that vibe i just mean like something that's like more family friendly than even a marvel movie but we're also right. having like, pg okay. Sure. PG. Yeah, like Probably PG. it's it might be the end MCU, but we are ha- also having which is a f- which is maybe why John Carter didn't do as well as we're having a resurgence of the true ass movie star, and it's probably the Marvel shit. But oh, like, yeah. but you can now you put Tom Holland in this weird one that maybe is a throwback thing that no one really cares about. But like, I mean, I, you say that, but I, you don't, I don't think so. I don't no, really I know. okay. My thing with the the, the true ass movie star is. Um, I think they are only movie stars when they are playing those characters because mm, that's uh, I, that's I look too. at everything Chris Hemsworth does where he's not Thor. He's made good movies. Sure. Uh, but, but, but even he's a weird pick of that group because he, you know, he's an he was, RDJ. What's he, was he done? Just, well, he well, just no, hasn't he done anything. He doesn't do anything that's right. not Marvel. Sure. So now he's going. I mean, he's oh, going right. to okay. now. So, so um, I guess Evans. What's Evans up to? What does he take other than Marvel? But it's again, that's they're, they're not trying to be placed in big movie star movies like I think what Chris Evans has done in between since he's been Captain America has been like his own little rom-com thing. And, yeah. you know, they're not trying to pull right. eyeballs to that. I, I, mean, I don't know. Like, like Pratt might be the closest because like yeah. Jurassic World did so well. But I wonder but like how much is that? Is that just did we love Jurassic? I Park, mean, I know? like fucking loathe Jurassic World. Yeah. Uh, but right. but like and then the, then the, the newer Jurassic World, I thought underperformed. I think it still made China money. I think it still made a ton of money. I, I think that one is is interesting and I, I like it more. But uh, but again, like did those do well because of him or because everyone was just like, yay, Jurassic Park is back. Yeah, right. Unclear. I, I do yeah. think that there's I may be seeing it. Maybe it's because it's more of a, you know, Internet beloved people now there's memeable people mm-hmm. that were just upset keanu reeves is having a i have a podcast about him sure. <laughs> so, do you really I mean, you? We, we just launched it last month wow well hell yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. really capturing the moment there uh we we had this idea a year ago so we and got real lucky with the timing so other little fun fact while i wrap it up for atlantis it's a fun movie it doesn't deserve 49 i think that's insane oh yeah, yeah actually i, I, I think I've, even just artistry wise it's fucking crazy to yeah. think that that's good anime. i think if this actually did have a live action remake now it would be more successful i think so too uh if it were like very faithful to the original i think it would just do better and be more acclaimed than agree, the original sure. at its time i agree because it's also i think it's a thing that's lived mm-hmm. in the back of so many of people our age-ish yeah. heads that the imagery of the crystals and the girl in the necklace and the floating things above the water. Like yeah. it would, it would have enough of the impact of like, Oh yeah, Atlantis that they would show on Disney sometimes. I, like, I think, I think it had to be a misadventure. I honestly, I think that really? like banking it on the nostalgia of like the, the kind of not as well beloved movies. I mean, how have these remakes been doing? They've been making their money, but I don't think they've been doing gangbusters. Uh, have they? Some of them. Have. Yeah, exactly. But, and that's what I'm saying. And I, I mean, think like, it's, like very, a, it's very dependent didn't on Aladdin cross the franchise. A I'm sure. Did it. Yeah, like Dumbo un- underperformed. Yeah. But then but things... Also, yeah. like, hey, have, you, have you noticed that Tim Burton... I saw an interesting Reddit thread about this. Tim Burton has not had like a successful movie in over a decade. Okay, but that. that, but Alice in Wonderland... That was the last one. Made a billion dollars. 
But and, since uh, then, has he, he every single thing has fallen flat. You can say that for a, a lot of people who get attached to these like franchise movies. Mm, I, I guess mean, like so. uh, like a guy Ritchie did Aladdin, and he hadn't had a hit in a while. Right. Yeah. Which did the Sherlock movies even? I don't even know. No, the, the um the they... first one did very well. I think the second one did okay. Yeah. Um, but then like King Arthur, huge bomb. Yeah. Uh, Man from Uncle, which I like. I like. Uh, it, it it that didn't do very well. Again, an eyebrow raiser of who? Why? Where did? What was this idea? Who who like pitched this to do yeah. with the Man from Uncle movie? Which right. boomers are still alive and going to the theaters that are to going see the Man from itching Uncle. to see the Man from Uncle movie? Yeah. I think that like traditional Hollywood marketing of like. Yeah, you know, you get an old brand, you get some of the old people in there, you get a young guy like Henry Cavill in there, you get the young ladies. I don't think it it's like works anymore. Well, I, I mean, think Hollywood needs but a new doing brain. It wrong. I think it works. No, but that's what I'm saying. I you're, just think you're that picking doing it terribly wrong. Yeah, exactly. The, you, the, there's bad examples of a thing that I do think would work very well. I do think if Tom Holland and the right people were in this Atlantis movie, that of all these people that we've seen before very recently, who we are very much in love with in the moment, I think it would do. Yeah, and I would also. I, I'm normally very. I'm not on board with these uh, Disney live action remakes, but I think Atlantis could be, I mean, it's not such like an indisputable classic masterpiece the way a right. lot of these are, where, where it's, it's like, like, don't touch it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like what do you gain from remaking the Lion King with not just sure. m- like more realism? Apparently nothing. nothing. <laughs> There's no realism. It's all CG. I don't know. Right. I know but that's you, a, that's a hack saying. point at this point, but it's like, I, I, I'm endlessly perplexed by so, it. So yeah, I'm going to bring up both of them. The last couple of fun, fun things Michael put Disney very much thought this was going to do very well because they were planning a TV series, an animated television series for this that was like they were starting. They apparently had enough done on this TV series that the sequel, the directed video sequel, was like the story of the first few episodes sure. of the show. So they were like, I guess we've done the work. Like, I guess we still are going to double down on this Atlantis thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also they they were going to change the, what is it, the submarine voyage to an Atlantis thing. And then they didn't. Whoa. Because the movie didn't do in so Disneyland. good in Disneyland, yeah. yeah. But um, sad. It is sad because it's also like it's perplexing. I, I don't. I can't really look at this movie and go, "Oh, I get it." I mean, I guess I I can understand again the lack of the musical thing. It as you said, it leaned more boy adventure, punching and guns and blood mm-hmm. and dynamite. But like, why why wouldn't that work? Especially because I mean, you could you could say Tarzan was pretty fucking male center or like you know yeah boy yeah. but that had phil collins song. Sure. of course it had phil collins but he's skateboarding who on trees and shit, you know man you when you really think about it like who was like this is what kids want they want the naked muscular <laughs> monkey man no and it, they want phil collins it's weird it's surprising so that that strange. did so well yeah i want to know we Can really we really needed the, yeah. <laughs> really needed dumb white guy representation in these movies Anyway, it's a 49. Uh, this shit needs to be at the very goddamn least. This is like an 85, man. 85. 85 from Dom. Yeah. No arguments for me. Okay. Moving on. The Moving next on. One. We that's did a full. It's dangerous. Me. Big P. When, when we bring up Disney or anything that's like connected to you a fall whole in a web, fucking hole. it's impossible yes. to but not. But it's a good podcast. Yeah. Is yeah. It? <laughs> it's a good podcast with good podcast apps. Right. Okay. So I'm shuffling my notes around here. Mm-hmm. There you go. We got to get some. Yeah. So you got a motion picture coming out. Uh, yep. Um, okay, so I'm up next. Um, I am discussing the 2013 uh, Michael Bay picture uh, called Pain and Gain. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Uh, a movie that I think <laughs> rules. I've never seen it, man. You got it. So you, this is your chance. Pain have you seen it? and Gain. No, I have not seen no it. No one's seen it but me. We haven't seen it. See, oh, this is that's why boy. I went wow when you said 2013 because I remember seeing this 
running in theaters and going, I'll get around to seeing that. And it's yeah. uh, six years later. <laughs> I still have not. Exactly. Okay. So I should preface this by saying I am a weird Michael Bay defender. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, I am. I, a lot of the things that people hate about him, I like about him. I'm, sure. saying, I'm not saying all his movies are good. Um, you made a very good video about it. Of, oh, uh, yeah. we, we did watch it. Thank you. Okay, great. Um, cool. Because I mean, I'm just going to repeat though. a lot of sure. what I said in the video. Just please go ahead. Yeah, so... If you want to hear more of that, just check out his video. It's uh, uh, we'll uh, link it, it at the end. It's, uh, it's an hour. It's two parts that total an hour long. Mm-hmm. Uh, you spent a month of my life on that thing. Um, <laughs> but, but basically, um, I think Michael Bay, like the very easy, lazy complaint about him is that, you know, he's a bunch of just like loud explosions and just like commercial garbage, not saying anything, mm-hmm. uh, just, just, just empty, like destroying cinema, which I, I think that is all wrong. Yes. Um, it, basically, what I think is interesting about Michael Bay is he is... Is, he has like these perfect, finely tuned commercial sensibilities. He's a, he knows what movies will like be hits, mm-hmm. except for this one. This one is not one of his hits. Yeah. Uh, but usually, he knows how to make like giant, successful movies. He is like a technical genius. Sure. You know, he basically he he worked. He came up at the same production company as David Fincher, mm-hmm. uh, and so he he's you know can shoot the hell out of a movie. His movies all look incredible. Just like every shot is like an arresting image. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think what is ignored about Michael Bay is that he has a fascinating worldview that comes through in all his movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, because yeah. Michael Bay, I think, loathes humanity. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He yeah. hates people. Sure. Uh, and most of his movies are him like, uh, you know, sort of like gleefully portraying their destruction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as he, as he films it as beautifully as possible. Um, and I think my whole sort of like grand theory of Michael Bay is that when he made Pearl Harbor and tried to make a serious, respectable movie, he realized immediately that that was not him and he did not care about that. He just wanted to get to the part where everyone dies and he can like fetishistically kill them all. And then immediately after that, he made the movie that I almost picked for this, which is bad boys Two, One of the most, deranged offensive films ever made. <laughs> and uh, I haven't seen that in a long ass time. It's either. real. Like um, the two Bay movies that I point to in terms of like I, what I think will tell you who Michael Bay is are bad boys Two and pain and gain. Mm-hmm. So pain and gain. Whoa. Michael Bay has always been obsessed with the Coen brothers. Uh, he has said this multiple times Damn. and he was all for years. He was like, I want to make a smaller movie, like Damn. a Coen brothers movie, like yeah, a yeah, Fargo, yeah. that kind of thing. You saying that? I mean, it's just like, Oh, this is his Coen brothers movie. Exactly. That was my impression of even the trailers being like, Oh, interesting. He's chilling out from the transformers. He's right. got, he wants to just do dudes in a gym jumping over rail. But here's what's great about it. I. Uh, so he finally did it. He finally made his Coen Brothers movie, his small scale movie about like criminals where things go wrong. Right. Um, and this movie, it costs like 20, about like $25 million. Wow. It looks like it costs like three times that much. Mm-hmm. You know, it is, I think the best performance Dwayne Johnson has ever given. Whoa. So he gets Mark Wahlberg, the rock, Anthony Mackie to portray these bodybuilders who kidnapped and tortured and murdered a man to try to like ex- to steal all his money because they believed that like as Americans, they were entitled to just like have success and wealth. And which is funny about it because it watching it now, even though it was made like in 2012, it seems like a satire of like 
Trump supporters and about these sort of like, you know, these like lazy, dumb Americans who believe that like just they should get everything Mm -hmm. uh, just because they're in this country. And um, the difference between Michael Bay and the Coen brothers is that they love their stupid criminals who fail and you, they they feel for them. Uh, You know, you you look at like at Fargo or, or raising Arizona or any of those things. Michael Bay hates these people. He hates them so much. He no thinks they are like spoilers for the actual true story. They get they get arrested and sentenced to death cool. at the end of this. And he just he like cranks up the saturation like in his color palette to the like sickly degrees. It's this very like like garish neon like uh, yeah. like aesthetic to this movie. Sure. It's like there's so many like puke greens all over the <laughs> of place. The time and Ed Hardy style. Yes, uh, color yeah. it's all set in Miami, yeah. and uh, it's and again these people they're so dumb and just they're they're terrible. Mm. There's a scene in this movie where The Rock grills severed human hands on a barbecue. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. And the whole time as they fail and everything falls so, apart, you can see him just like, you can imagine just him like sitting behind the camera, just like laughing. Like, I hate these people. Yeah. That, like I'm killing them so, all. So, that's, so I guess my question would be, cause I, I see that and I could see that being funny. Does he have the deft hand to, to like, so as you're saying, you think he hates people. Do you think mm-hmm. that he's on purpose putting that out? Or do you think that that's seeping out and he's trying to seem like he loves them? No, I don't think he is. Uh, especially like the cutaways to like fantasy sequences and that mm. like there's this one moment in this movie after Mark Wahlberg has like accumulated all this wealth and basically like moved into this guy's mansion. Uh, he's organizing like sort of like a, a neighborhood watch like safety group. And it's this like all like these McMansions, all these like, you know, upper class white people mm-hmm. and uh, all these like men in polo shirts and stuff like that. And um, and he's doing like uh he's doing this demonstration because he was a bodybuilder uh showing like uh you know just talking about safety there and he's like okay i need i need a volunteer uh who wants to pretend to be a rapist and and all the men in the community just raised their hands <laughs> Fuck. yeah he hates these people and this, this does he know it's funny like does yes. he know oh, it's course. funny oh, no. as it, it is it is a comedy okay it is like all out a comedy like like the rock plays this guy who's like he's an ex-con who has like found religion and he like he's, he's like really doubtful about like he's not sure if he wants to go along with this because it goes against like you know his religious beliefs but then he develops this coke addiction and you get the rock <laughs> you get the rock snorting cocaine off of like prostitutes asses yeah. while like going insane and trying to steal money from like an armored truck so, michael bay loves has ass done, yeah. loves asses well i mean yes of course it's in miami um, oh yeah so the rock ha- is a extremely varied actor and has been taking a lot of weird ass choices and mm-hmm. chances. Have you ever seen Southland Tales? Oh, the Richard Kelly movie. Yes. An, er, an early Dwayne Johnson vehicle. You need to, if, okay, you need to see it. For yeah, the, I know. No, I, for, I'm, for The Rock. Because at the time, it's like, it's oh, almost wait, like, wait, wait, it's what, almost what, cheeky that this right. wrestler, The Rock, is What's the it. line? Um, I'm a pimp and pimps don't commit suicide. <laughs> Whoa. Yep. It's, there's a, I haven't seen that since high school. I haven't seen that since it came it's, out. It's you got the Justin the, Timberlake number? I remember that very well. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a, you need to see I got it. soul, but I'm not a soldier. It's one of the most like, I've seen it. Astounding I just like, you, you need to see it again. I, it's one of these, the love Donnie most Darko. critically unappreciated things. It blows Donnie Darko out of the water. Donnie Darko, <laughs> Donnie Darko wears it Donnie on its Darko. sleeve. No offense, I love Donnie it's, it's, I don't love Donnie Darko. It's a fine movie. But like Donnie Darko, what it's about kind of wears it on its sleeve. This is an insane, like <laughs> three hour long neo future. Asking you. Also full starring a lot of like former SNL people. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, they're, um, uh, shit. Who's the, who's the guy? Sean William Scott. No, not Sean William Scott. He's John like, Lovitz. He's, yes. John Lovitz playing an entirely straight 
dramatic role. It's but it's funny because it's John Lovitz, but it's not intended to be. And he knows that, and he's doing it on purpose. Right? No, Southland Tales is movie is like that. It's it's kind of one of the perfect. You made a like a breakout like indie hit. Now you have your blank check to like do whatever you want. And he made a movie that was for like almost nobody yep. that yeah. alienated like 95% of the First audience. First of all, there's a hundred page prequel comic. Read that. <laughs> and hell, and then you can go into it he and truly get it. His Southland tales. It's very good. Um, but, but yeah, so the, the rock is, uh, and this is probably like right before he becomes the most bankable movie star pretty much of all time. It's right? around the, uh, no, it's, a, it's after that. I mean, this is two years after fast five. Oh, okay. So he has already well, isn't in six, the one, that like really pops it off, right? Uh, yeah, six really five is blows the one people up. People don't like. No, 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 no. Five, five, five is the best good. one. Five was the good. Uh, one. No, okay. five's fast five. That that is like that's the one where they bring everyone back together. It becomes Axe Body Spray, Ocean's Eleven, sure. and The Rock is trying to catch them. And um, no, that was kind of the b- beginning of it. At this point, he's he's huge. Okay. Um, it's actually <laughs> like literally. I, li- I mean, also, I don't think he's ever been bigger yeah. physically than in this movie. And of course, Hell you obviously yeah. had the shots of him standing up in slow motion as Michael Bay's camera, like dollies around him in a circle. Right. Uh, yeah. It's this funny you great. say that as a because I guess it really is all perspective because we've brought up Michael Bay plenty of times, and mm-hmm. he he always kind of gets talked talked about in the in the same way that you're saying of like that he doesn't like people, but we've right. sort of said it as a. As, an, as a criticism, as an eerie, upsetting well, it's just like why we undertone. Don't like it. I right. think we've also talked about his, his artistry and like you can't even fathom how to get that shot. Like you could not yeah. process what he's yeah. Every single shot. Yeah. Is, it, it's, and like, again, like this is like a low budget movie and you yeah. still, it's like every single shot is incredible. And also the fact that people don't die on his sets and he's utilizing some of the most like complex pyrotechnic shit ever. Yeah. I just, he's a responsible still, something director. Something to be said sure. in that same breath of like he hates people. There is like, but he wants them as to be safe. He wants them to be safe. But we've brought up the whole thing of like, I mean, he has like a weird ass view on women. Very clearly, yeah, I'm sure. All yeah. of his movies are very strange in the way that they every woman is introduced in the movies, even as a joke. And it is very like, I don't know if you can make a juvenile argument or whatever it is, but like, he's got a weird. No, Michael Bay. Is sure, a, he's very weird. Uh, he he. I don't want to hang out. Sorry. I don't want to hang out with the guy. I want to hang out with him like, like, like for one day. I don't, I don't think we'd be friends. As like a fascinating. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because when I was working on that video, I read like every profile of Michael Bay, like his research. I I consumed everything. (laughs) And, uh, and I I would listen to his commentary tracks and stuff like that. And, uh, he's a really interesting guy. And, um, I think he just, he, I just think Michael Bay should be taken very seriously as a filmmaker. And there's so many like commercial hacks who, uh, who put, have no, like, who like none of their own stamp Mm -hmm. uh, on their movie. And Michael Bay is all over everything he does. He stamps the shit out of him. He stamps the shit out of it. Absolutely. So, uh, and I think this is one of the movies where you get like the clearest view into who Michael Bay is as a person and how he thinks. Brett Ratner with, with style and, 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 Tense. Brett Ratner wishes he could be Michael <laughs> sure. Bay. He would, yeah. Well, but I thought that was an interesting point that you, that you brought up in your video. Is like you did you do like gave a list of people who I'm like, oh yeah, that, that's just like a guy that right. like directs movies. And then this the one that, the one you brought up was that Brett Ratner is the one that oh yeah everyone makes fun of it, but like who knows what a Brett Ratner movie looks like? Sorry, and I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, it does. I just think of like oh yeah, the guy that directed X3. This I isn't falling. It. This is Brett Ratner with style. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had a sneeze. Fucking needed it. It was coming. It was coming. Had to get that out. Oh, and also the weird thing about Pain and Gain, written by Marcus and McFeely, the okay. guys who write oh. all the Marvel yeah, movies. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Cool. Okay. Yep. 
And the, I think they wrote this before they'd written even like the first Captain America. You remember when I we guess. thought it was going to be the Orky and what other names? The, the, they were the Transformers oh, guys. Oh, uh, Kurtzman and Orsi. Yeah, yeah. We, we were positive. They Yuck. were like the guys. And Orsi's like, oh. a truther. Is he? Yeah. Who decided to make one of the robots racist? Which one of those two? Probably Michael Bay. Decided, you think it was? It might have been Michael Bay. <laughs> Probably. Where they have Tom Kenny doing like a... Oh yeah, yo man! It's like, whoa, this is SpongeBob. Yeah, Don't do that to SpongeBob. He's a, he's a, they're well, drive talking the, robots. Yeah, the, the worst robot part twins. about it is, it sounds like SpongeBob yeah. doing a racist <laughs> voice. Like, <laughs> it doesn't even sound like just SpongeBob. some guy. It's fucking... Transformers Two is so weird because that was also the one where they didn't have a script because the writer strike happened. Oh. So they just so it makes. I mean, I will say Transformers Five is the most confusing film ever made. Is that Dark of the Moon? No, that's three. Is that sword? No. It's the last Slayer. night. The last, last night. night. Yeah. Yeah. The last night. There's a sequence in that movie where there's like a sort of like getting the team together montage of all these like evil Transformers. Uh-huh. One of them is named Nitro Zeus. Of course. <laughs> but, but they never that was come my back. RuneScape name. They don't come back. It just has the montage introducing them, and then they're not in the movie again. I think I drink Nitro Zeus <laughs> yeah. when I gotta stay up late. <laughs> Nitro Zeus, drink it. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Anyway, that's, so, that's me on pain again. What's its score right now? It's 51. Uh, it is 51. Positive. What do you give it? Um, you know what? Part of me likes the idea of it having like a 50 because this is a divisive movie that is not for everybody. I get that, yeah. Yeah. Um, I am going to give it, and this is just my personal yeah, score. Yeah. Um, you know what? I give this, I give this a 90. Wow. Hell yeah. Holy shit. I wanted to have an A. And uh, I feel like th- this is, uh, it's just... Would you put it in the Pantheon of Top Bays? Oh. I'll Sexy go. Bay? Uh, I will go further. Oh. So, never forget, there are two Michael Bay films in the Criterion Collection. Uh-huh. Yeah. The Rock? Wait. The Rock and Armageddon. Armageddon, okay. They're not in print. The Criterion Collection is trying to bury this fact and make us all forget... They, they're worth true. it. They're worthy of being yeah, in there. just do it. Exactly. Yeah. So both of those are culturally significant. They yeah. are, but since Bay is already in there... Just embrace it and put Pain and Gain and Bad Boys 2 in there. Yeah. Just those are the pure Michael Bay movies sure. where he is an auteur. Well, it's silly to say he's not, he wasn't a tastemaker of any sort. Like, that matters. He, he was changing blockbusters and he was changing oh, yeah. vibes. And yeah. 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 Maybe. Did, in, did I use tastemaker right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, cool. Trendsetter. Trendsetter. Tastemaker. Tastemaker. Tastesetter. We're moving on. Ninety? Uh, yeah, I mean, like I, I've said my piece. Unless anyone has any uh, like rebuttals, no, you guys good. who have not seen the movie. Base, cool. I need Let's to see the shuffle movie. our. But I think that's yeah. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Sorry, by the way, I stepped on Tim's toe. Yeah. Can I one? I would. Yeah. Do you want? Are we doing a beer? Open a beer break? Yeah, yeah. We'll do a beer break. All right, give this me, is a good podcast. I like this. I like hey, that's that's the first time we've ever had a guest like on the show say that they like it. <laughs> I'm just gonna clip that. Yeah, this is a good podcast. I like it. You know, I thought that it was spelled hamster for uh, until yesterday, I guess, because Tim. of that song. Tim, it's called no. The song is called the hamster dance. It's not the hamster dance. It is the hamster dance. He's not Hamp Taro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's Japanese. It's not even the English word. Oh my God, remember Ham Taro? I have a pet hamster. Remember Ham Taro? I've seen Ham Taro both dubbed Wait, and so what undubbed. Do you say? So, like the name uh, Campbell, but it's yes. Campbell. <laughs> yes. Campbell. Ca- uh, campster. Yeah. 
Hamster. Camtaro. Chicken noodle. Camtaro is, of course. Camtaro. Uh, Hamtaro cam girl. Sure. <laughs> it's a great free cam scene. That, that's just the porn parody of Camtaro. Oh, I don't like That's that. when the love ants goes off. There <laughs> we go. Back into it. Crumb, crumb, crumb. <laughs> is that how that's pronounced? Love ants? Dude, what? You guys know what I'm talking about? It's like the thing. He knows what it is, so he's laughing. It's the thing. It's like a. It's a remote controlled vibrator that goes inside of a lady. And, Where? And is activated. By, Surgically? By certain, no, well, no. It's just. <laughs> no, no, come on, man. I'm just joking. Yeah, no, I would assume. <laughs> Someone cuts in. To yeah, it is activated uh, through the press of a button and usually the donation of money. Yeah, I think it's. Yes, yeah, Michael. Sure. <laughs> love ants. Whatever. Oh. I love ants. I love loader. You love those, those tree guys. Yeah, that's what I rock hard for them. If it weren't for them, Pip and uh, what's his fucking name would have been lost. Sure. That's true. They carry him. Pip. What are their names? Pip. Mary and Pip. Mary, Mary and Pip. 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 We don't watch loader. Love ants. Hey, what's that thing that we. Loader. Oh, I didn't touch them. We're really spiraling out of control here. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good episode. Good pod with good pod apps. I'm sorry. I'm just going to be laughing about loader for, for a while. <laughs> I don't know. The word loader? Yeah. I'm like. I, I've called it LTR. I've never heard anyone say loader. Well, so like, it, there used to be loader. a uh, PC game, like a, a real-time strategy game that's really oh, popular. Croc. People just call it loader. Oh. As, oh, okay. As, as a short shorthand. So, <laughs> and directed by the, the Jurassic World fella, that Spanish filmmaker. What's that guy? Oh, uh, Jay Bailey. Steven Spielberg. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. What's his name? Uh, Juan Antonio Bayona. Yes. Or J.A. Bayonetta. J.A. We enjoy J.A. Yeah. <laughs> Bayonetta. Um, <laughs> I do. And often. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but it was good because we, we we talked about in our in our Jurassic World episode how much we like Dinosaur in House. We that love it. That is just it. such a good. And yes. for everything else that's bad about that movie, Dinosaur in House is excellent. <laughs> Always into it. Just I big saw Dinosaur Jurassic in House World. energy. I saw Jurassic World, the Lost Fallen World. Because I wanted big volcano, do the boom, dinosaur yeah. run, get out, they're hungry for you. And then because of what if, dinosaur in-house. Okay? <laughs> Done. It. it has Here, all those things. Take $300 million and bring me what I've asked for. That's good. I did like in that movie, there's like a million shots of the saddest dinosaurs looking back going, oh... Yeah, oh, we're gonna yeah. die. It's the saddest shit. Oh, no. I mean, when that, that one like Brachiosaurus gets consumed by yeah. like, oh, the smoke, yeah. I'm like... This is sad. He, he goes like, whoa! <laughs> like I care more about that unnamed, like yes. non-speaking Brachiosaurus than I do about like Chris Pratt. Well, who says he doesn't have to have a name? I have a theory that the Jurassic Park movies are all mean, and I don't like them very much. <laughs> I think that they are very nasty to their people. Uh, well, here's the thing. The In the original movie, mm -hmm. there's a morality to the deaths. Sure, that's yeah. true. Like for the most Everyone part, who gets messed up. The the bad lawyer leaves the kids. He gets eaten. Dennis Nedry tries to steal stuff. He gets he shuts down the power. He gets right. acid he gets in his hell. Yeah, and then even even uh, I must call him Mark Ruffalo. What's his name? Mark Ruffalo. Chris <laughs> uh, Jesus, Jeff Goldblum. Sure. Um, even him getting a little messed up is because he like he was dumb. He was dumb. He tried to be the hero when already. Right. The other guy was so then of course he gets like a little scraped up and right his leg is and hurt. this is uh, i mean this uh, oh my god now we're just talking about jurassic world anyway we'll, we'll go on uh, yeah. tim we'll get back into the episode Don't all right started. set up what you're about to do here we're back we're doing uh, 
So for the first time in a long time, this is usually Defenders of the Rotten. It used to be Polar Downers and no, Fresh. No, what it used to be was both. We yes. would defend something with a low score and pull down something with too high a score. And Tim has decided to forego the 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 taboo the positive the side nuclear yeah. taboo What's happening because i rewatched here? source code which is a film that i thought i liked uh directed by junkin junkin <laughs> junkin jones <laughs> junkin jones duncan jones um this came out in 2011 starring jake chillenhall cuz i'd just seen uh far from home farfic nugan and he was good in that and now uh, i rewatched this this is fucking schlock dude this oh really is, i do not like this movie okay, okay. go on so let's, let's okay start i, I will say I thought you were going to defend a movie that has a 93, that is a 92% that made like five times its budget back. And I was like, we're going going up. No, no, no. Hit the ceiling. Tim's punching up here now. He's, (laughs) he's, um, okay. So this is directed by Duncan Jones, who I don't know if you guys know this favorite piece of trivia, just to drop on people, David Bowie's son. Yeah. So, you know, earn that place in, in, uh, in entertainment industry. I'm sure I, (gasps) he's a, he's a fine director. He's he's totally fine. Well, here's the question. How do you feel about, I assume you like Moon. Mm-hmm. Good movie. It was fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I haven't seen it since high school. Yeah, it's been a while for me. Um, but what about his other movies? Okay, so Mute. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. I didn't see it. I didn't um, see Mute. I heard weird ass shit about people it. People seem to not like it. It was odd. Uh, but I, I kind of am a Warcraft apologist. I see through what it's it's up to. It's perfectly serviceable as a uh, a big clashy bangy adventure movie. Clash bang. Uh, and it did well in China for that reason. Yeah, it's it's one of those movies. I haven't seen it. Uh, but it has its defenders yeah. and enough smart people defend it that I'm like, sure. I should give it a shot I mean, at some point. It's worth yeah. watching, especially if you even care about Warcraft, even d- a tiny, itty not, little bit. I, I don't. Just not growing up playing bit. video games. I never even owned one of the games, but I'm just like, oh, it's a orc did we beef? beef? Did we beef Warcraft? No, no I, I think it was before. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm still using, using, using the terminology as a verb. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it kind of slap our beef on Warcraft. I forget. But wasn't beef? Uh, no, that's what they said in Rocket Power when someone would like, uh, like crash. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, he beefed. He, he beefed. beefed. It. Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> that's every episode Squid, we beefed it. Shuby. Um, but so, <sighs> what a show. So the the plot of, of Source Code is, of course, that there's uh, it, it opens on a mystery, and here's this guy that wakes up in someone's body. He's on a train, um, and he needs to figure out who. There's a bomb about to go off in the train, and he needs to figure out who it is uh, within eight minutes, or it explodes. Um, and what is happening is obviously he doesn't, it's his first pass through. He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know who he is. Uh, and then he wakes up and he realizes that he's in on some kind of mission for the government, right. Or for some kind of military installation. Uh, and he goes back in to try and figure out who solved the bombing. And that's sort of the loop of the movie. And we kind of fall into a very familiar groundhog day, deja vu style. He's going back. We're doing the same moments, but we're going to look at it in different angles. Um, it becomes, in theory, a movie that he's like, okay, so you're going to get on the train, you're going to get to know everybody. There's That's even a line. Vera right. Farmiga has that line of like, get to know everyone, like figure right. out what they're all up to. Um, Does he I, have a limit of... No, well, uh, presumably no, but every time he comes back to the little... Uh, the the place where the, the experiment is taking place, he's in this bunker and it seems to be getting colder and like something is going wrong with it. Uh, so ultimately the big God, reveal- I haven't seen this since it was out, man. I, yeah, I saw it in theaters once. I, I remember liking it, but I, I remember, remember nothing that. about it. I remember it. liking it a lot as well. I remember the ending. Where's he in, in Chicago? So t- as it turns <laughs> out, um, he was this Afghanistan pilot who was in a, a crash. And for whatever reason, they found out interfaced perfectly with this highly experimental, like metaphysical- um, uh, do dead. 
Yeah, sure. <laughs> but it, it's like a possibility generator where it like goes into Whoa. like checks on the DNA of someone who was there and like figures out for some reason can map everything through the use of like quantum science, which is what they say when they don't really want to explain like what their science is. Yeah. And already this should be something that like gets you salivating. Someone that likes to break down movies. It's like you're talking about metaphysics. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what does this represent? Um, and but there's just like a lot of really <laughs> weird ethical implications. To, it was Patrick. Don't you put that on. Me? <laughs> you talking about metaphysics? Uh, Wait, are, are you uh, Tim Blake Nelson from Oh Brother Where Art Thou? I wish. <laughs> um, talking about metaphysics. <laughs> anyway, so, sorry. About metaphysics. That. Where are you going with <laughs> right, it? So like, sorry. Uh, it's, what it's are they really the, the guy in charge, the scientist who's gone too far, is Jeffrey Wright from Westworld, playing the exact same character oh, awesome. in this. Whoa. So if you need a scientist who's in well, over his head. He was also the scientist in Hunger Games as that's well, right? Wait, <laughs> who is in guys, over his speaking head? of Jeffrey Wright, uh, have you seen the uh, the uh, Shaft, the Samuel L. Jackson Shaft? That the new one? Or the no, 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 no. The, one, the one from 2000. No. Or have no. you? No. No. Uh, oh, yes, I didn't see the new one either. Or no, the original. No, no, no one did. No, I, I was just... Uh, when I got to my friend's apartment that I'm staying with in LA on Sunday, mm -hmm. uh, she just put on uh, the, the Sam Jackson shaft and Jeffrey Wright. I, I watched like maybe 30 minutes of it. His performance uh, as his name is Peoples. Mm -hmm. uh, he's this, he's like a, I think like Dominican uh, drug dealer. It is a side of Jeffrey Wright you have never seen before. <laughs> I love that. I he's, love but he's still like hobbled. He's still got a cane. No, I mean, you get him uh, like him because uh, like Christian Bale is the villain in that movie. Mm -hmm. You get him and Christian Bale like in, in jail together and they are both acting so hard. And it's and but like in a great way. Wow. He's like oh, Christian yeah. Bale's the villain. In, I guess just fresh Same off of American year Psycho. Same year as American Psycho. Yeah. And he's Whoa. another like like New York rich asshole. Right. Right. It's a good cat. Like, the movie, I don't know. It doesn't seem great, but those performances sure. are winners. Yeah. So Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. In this movie. We, in we loved, uh, we love a little J-Rar. That's what we call him here. Junior. Isn't it J That's our buddy. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> J.W. Bayonetta. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. Um, but there's like a lot of weird ethical implications to this. So he's jumping into the body of a man who was there, Right. And the whole the, the whole idea behind this is that what's happening and, and the situations that he's in with all these people that he's getting close to uh, are not real. They're, they're a simulation of what happened in the past, and there's nothing he can do to change uh. that, right? But what he can do is pick up all the information back there and bring it to the future to bring the bomber to justice. Uh. So, of course, he falls in love with this woman who's sitting across from him, who is the most unapologetic the girl in a Hollywood movie in a extremely long that I've seen in an extremely long time. And this is where things start to get, like, rocky. Oh, wait, this is Michelle Monaghan. Yes. I Michelle forgot Monaghan's she was character. Oh, I like her. Exactly. No, she is no one in this movie. I'm, I'm She's still, a no one in this movie. I'm still mad that she didn't become a movie star. Right. like... She's so good in Kiss She's Kiss really Bang Bang. Good. Yeah. She's good in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Probably one of the only good things about that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss Kiss Bang. Wait, that was another. We rewatched that. That's have, a. Messy when is the movie. last time we watched Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Six months ago. Really? <sighs> okay. Uh, I maybe we. Maybe, I quit this. I quit this podcast. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you no, people no, are no, monsters. No, 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 no. It's so of a time that I do think you you have to give it some credit because we talk about it all the time. Like I talk about, you know, I read a lot of screenplays and. and mm -hmm went to film school and there was a lot of like people who I didn't like because they were trying to write like Shane Black or make Wes Anderson movies. And then I would right. have this weird reverse thing where I then didn't like Wes Anderson or Shane Black or whoever. Cause right. I'm like, 
because I was annoyed at the people trying to replicate them. But then you forget that like, well, no, they were doing a thing that was so them. Yeah. So I guess point being Kisses Bang Bang was probably, you know, was it 2003 or five? Five. Sure. Son of a bitch. Um, the things that have been influenced by Kiss Case Bang Bang have retroactively that made said, the taste of it a little I funky, think, maybe? I think it is undeniable our reaction the last time we tried to put it on. Yeah. We had like a weird, like, oh no. <laughs> I don't think I like Yeah, we so, were just sort of like... But it, sorry. Oh. I, I just genuinely love that movie. We sure. gotta get, I, I, right. I, I, I will... Always love Shane Black. Next, like the nice guys. The I'm so mad that that wasn't a hit. When's the anniversary? Yeah, I do, and that's the thing. I remember really liking the nice guys. Oh, I, I love the nice that, guys. Like, two man. years ago. Yeah, the nice guys is good. Yeah. Then even like, a, I even have some defense of Predator when we watched. Uh, we got. I, I don't, don't think it's like. I think Predator is okay. Sure. I don't, I think. I don't think it's nearly as bad as its reputation. Yeah, I. I, I also yeah, love fine. Iron Man three. I think it's one of the very best Marvel. I do movies. enjoy. My, I do enjoy Iron Man three. Yeah, right. Iron Man three gets a weird rap. We're getting a little too. Yeah. We're getting off the off the beaten path. Here. We we're, really are. All you you just brought up one example of like a movie that had not aged well for we you. Were a, sure. We were a. We are a bizarre combination of we're all too excited to go tangential. Yes. Like, all, like every one of us is Can we like, talk about anything? That reminds me of my hair. Let me, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, the, the, the only, oh, wait, wait, sorry. I realized I just brought up that movie because Michelle Monaghan is great in it. Yes. And I think that yeah. as like a, like, because that was like her first big movie. Yeah. And it's like, I, watching that, I'm like, this person should be a movie star. Right. She's good like, immediately. True Detective mm-hmm. and all, like, right? She's in that, right? She is, yeah, but yeah. That, that was years later. Insane. That so, was like a decade later. So, so anyway, I, I just she's the back. girl. <laughs> so, she, she's extremely the girl. And the idea is that he is this, uh, you know, Afghanistan pilot. His name is Colton. And he's jumping into the body of a man named Sean, right? Who is just a guy. He's just, I guess, we never really quite find out what he is. I think he's a teacher. Um, and he's he was using actor Jake Gyllenhaal yes, exactly. <laughs> on his way to an important audition. And he's using this body to to figure out what's going on. And the the end of the film is that. Um, he goes back into the, to the simulation to try and save everyone just because he, like at, at the end of this mission, he has promised, the government has promised him that they'll kill him. Cause what we find out that he is in a, a comatose state. He's like a half of a body, but his brain perfectly meshes with this machine for some reason. So they kind of keep him on life support to run these missions. Clever. I forgot right. all of this. Listen, so I just. Yeah, wondered, dude, I, as you're talking the about. The reason like, I'm running you through the whole plot of the movie is because it, it lands on the, the exact problem with this movie, which is the problem I think I had a little bit of an issue with when I first saw it. I now have a big issue with now. So the ethical implications of this movie. He takes over this body and at the end. Uh, he's allowed to just live in the source code. For whatever right. reason, something happens and they realize that they're actually creating like sub-parallel universes instead right. of like this simulation. They're creating whole other universes that like have their own timelines of their own. Um, but the issue is that he jumps into this man's body who was alive and had a life and was a person. And then he gets to just delete him and take over his life. And the girl that he's with, who was presumably in love with this man, is now in love with Colton, who is in this man's body. That's weird. Not alluded to, not acknowledged, not even thought of. It's just but, that we like this guy so much that he's allowed to just <laughs> trip, like uh, uh, dimension jump and eat people's existences. But does it? But in the creation of this tangent universe, does that not? inherently mean that it wasn't actually a person in the first place that it was a tangent from a particular point in time and that person didn't exist before that well but the idea is that they're creating these sub parallel universes that are just as real as the universe oh of i you see what you're saying so like in the same breath as them being like actually we're making a new reality where people have pain yeah <laughs> and they feel love and this man is just <laughs> deleted and, i see and also this girl that he had no relationship with that had a relationship with the man before him they just like of course 
hit it off because he's being mm. so weird and like you're being so uh, uh, forward and 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 interesting lately. This is not like who you are normally. Right. I like this. I will say you've made me want to rewatch the movie because yeah. I've forgotten so much of this. And even the like troubling ethical implications sound weird and interesting. It, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, it's extremely interesting. If if I thought that. They were trying to say something about it in the movie. And it's one of those things that would have been so simple that's like, show us he's sorting through the bag. Oh, and he's cheating on his wife. You know what I mean? Like, right. any reason mm. to think like, oh, this guy Sean's a real dick and it's better that Colton is in his body. But they do not do that. Mm. And that's that is just like the main philosophy of the movie. I haven't even talked about the movie itself, which is very much. Um, I, I wrote down a couple quotes. <laughs> so when they, they catch the bomber. um, I love, we get into this a lot too of 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 uh, you know ju the justice of characters' fates and yeah, I mean in the same breath of that Jurassic Park thing of we talk about this with a lot of things I remember even Kong and stuff like that where it's like when pe when it feels mean you're just like oh fuck right like they just died for no reason or like well that was a little messed up I felt that way with spoiler free Stranger Things three it was a weird pass of like because we love these characters now they do a lot of weird ass shit in this season mm -hmm. where I'm yeah. like huh, is that all right? And and it's what? weird how we, we hold those kinds of, we hold those, our stories like that to that right. standard of like, the, what needs to make sense morally? This you know? is also, this is, that's part of what I enjoy about Michael Bay because he, his movies are just immoral, but like, he, <laughs> but he doesn't really try to hide I'm going to be honest with you, you're making a great, because like, what you've done for me is where I would say, oh, Michael Bay has a warped view and he's twisted. And so then his movies are bad for that reason. But you're you're like describing the Joker who is right. just, he's <laughs> just like making movies because he fucking hates people. <laughs> like Exactly. I don't know. I would watch a movie by yeah, the he's Joker. He's pretty twisted. <laughs> that is the best point. Yo, man, you know Michael Bay? He's like the Joker, dude. <laughs> He's like the Joker of movies. Anyway, sorry, Tim. But there's, Pull a, there's up your a, so uh, ultimately he catches the terrorist who is just some white guy who wants to bomb the train, and he has this fantastic line: "The world is hell, and the only way to fix it is to rebuild it from the rubble. But first, there has to be rubble." That's his motivation. He's talking about Barney Rubble. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We will rebuild the world from Flintstone, but first there must be. It's Rick Moranis playing the part. Yeah. <laughs> but it just like that reflects the whole thing is that ultimately what this whole new thing that it's trying to say or this mm -hmm. this very fresh take that people lauded it for when it came out is all in kind of the, the, the execution of it and doing the Groundhog Day thing, which I think it was already kind of old hat by the time that this came out. The Groundhog Day thing? Yeah. yeah this this well, was... Like, didn't Deja Vu also happen? Deja Vu, uh, yeah, but that's a different <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> Excuse me. And um, Next. <laughs> it's not really the same idea, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> Next was him looking forward, right? Right. So it's not even a little bit similar. It was just like that ideas. movie The Lake House. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much the same premise. Starring Keanu. Oh, Keanu. Great film. I haven't seen it. He's but I'll get to it on my show. Yeah, he's a Fun. dreamboat. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And, I mean, I, I'm just thinking now about Duncan Jones' weird career. Sure. Because yeah, he's a weird guy, yeah. Yeah, well, it seemed like he was doing the classic route, where it's like you start with your small indie movie, people really like it, mm -hmm. great. You move up to a, like, work-for-hire studio job, source code, and it did well. Sure. Yeah. And then you get promoted to a blockbuster, and he did. Warcraft. But... Then it, that was weird. It, it wasn't like a total bomb, but uh, but it wasn't really a hit, mm -hmm. and people didn't love it. And then he returned to a smaller <laughs> genre thing, kind of like his first movie in Mute. Cute. But then people didn't really like that, and yeah. so now I'm like, 
I'm, I'm rooting for. I, I root for everybody. It's funny when you play the, when you play us the narrative We're out the like right that. Podcast it it, it kind of makes yeah. me. <laughs> it kind of makes me laugh because I'm thinking like, oh, he, he. I think he did do the classic route. He just ran into the modern film industry. So it's like, yeah, you know, I do my combo. Yeah, now I'll do my like my big blockbuster. And then it's like, oh, actually, well, China has these requirements that they want to see in the movie, and you need to put these things, and it needs to, this stuff needs to be in here, and it comes out feeling like a weird, stilted mess because it's not quite made for Western well, audiences. Work right. is a bummer because he and, loved but, it. But then to follow it up, and then then it's like, okay, well, maybe let me try to adapt to this new age thing. I'll do like a Netflix thing, I guess, and then I guess didn't have the the QA that you but like that was the, the same that was squad. like a passion project. Like that's kind of like yeah, that is true. Yes, like they sort of like kind of like so spiritual sequel to Moon. And uh, it seemed like that was like back to his movie. Mm-hmm. And then apparently, again, I haven't it seen it. So I hear not great yeah. things about it. So, I mean, I don't know. Hopefully he recovers with the next one. I, I think I just have issues. This is better than Rotten. Who gives a fuck? But I think Netflix's uh, original right. lineup. <laughs> yeah, this is we're going to talk about it. There's something wrong there over there at their studio of, of who's. I guess overseeing what's coming out or like there, there's something to be said about the studio process kind of reining in directors and, and like getting them to make something that's a bit more streamlined and a bit more sellable. And I feel like Netflix doesn't do that as well. Maybe they give it a little bit too much control or maybe they take too much control. I, I don't know what's going on, yeah. but it feels like every time they get like, yeah, we got this guy, this is big name. We're giving him this big budget. It comes out and it's like, that was the worst thing of their career. It like, it's keeps yeah. happening. Yeah. Like, um, uh, I guess bright. I, I guess the Adam Sandler shit. Um, hey, this. Hey, sure. Oh yeah, I liked Murder Mystery. Uh, okay, <laughs> all right. It was a fun ass time. Why isn't well, you should have picked that? I sure. implore you to watch Murder Mystery. Sure. It's but, fun as shit, and I they know weird, it. Right? Wait, Am I noticing? Am I the only one noticing this? That no, this I know. Is, no, no, I know you, what you're talking you're about. Right. I, 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 see, I find that a lot of the things that Netflix makes are are these. It's this weird kind of zone of like. Uh, what I would call like pretty good movies, mm-hmm. uh, the, the kind of movies that like if you paid to see them in a theater, you might be like, I don't know, Bummer, yeah, I'm not fun. sure that was worth it. But they're the kind of movies that like are designed to be the movies that you would see, uh, just like replayed on TNT, yeah. and you'd catch in bits and pieces and of that. Like I feel like uh, like uh, Triple Frontier from this year, I feel like is the perfect. Which example one was that, that again? That's the one with Ben Affleck, Oscar Isaac. Uh, oh hell yeah, all yeah, those yeah, guys. Yeah. And uh, it's like the, a J.C. Chandor movie. I didn't watch it. But and um, it's like, it's all, like store. it's all right. <laughs> um, what? J.C. Penn. J.C. Chandler. So sorry. J.C. Chandler. Uh, <laughs> I love your style. <laughs> Holy shit. That was there. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Please. But Steel like, it, trap, dude. <laughs> but it's, it's all right. It's like with that premise and that cast and everyone making it, it's not as good as it should be. But it's the kind of movie that, that's like the best way to see it is just kind of like to, you know, be... Hell on yeah. a lazy Sunday afternoon and be like, well, I don't know, yep. this is on. Sure. Yeah. I like those guys. Yeah. yeah. Play, hit it's play. It's not on. You got to hit play. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah. That, there it is. That's the whole thing is that it's not on. But it's still if thing, it was like how, a TNT, if this was like. But how far are we from them having like a channel? It's, but where, we're where, just making cable. But also, <laughs> dude, <laughs> this is, we've said it a million times over. This whole digital breaking down of the atoms of what it means to watch things. We go molecular. We go into the fucking quantum realm. We're like, sure. you can pick whatever the fuck you want and then eventually we go so deep we come out the other side Pick and it's for like me. yeah it's just back to the same fucking structure again, thing, YouTube it, became TV Netflix right. is gonna be cable like, but it's like you can pick anything but at the same time you finish watching something and they present to you like you might want to watch these sure. and right. it's one of those things it's like they just want you to keep watching and so like like 
again, it's like it's not quite the same as like it just comes on next, but it's like right there. All you yeah. have to do is hit a button because they're just presenting it. Like there's, they, they say just hit the button. I do love the audacity the of when you're watching a show and it's like playing the next episode in three, two, one. But then like sometimes it's like playing the Godfather in three, <laughs> two. You're like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I got shit to do. You're going to sit down for that. Like I was going to say, who are these psychos that watch two movies? That's insane to me. <laughs> well, it is. I watched one movie and I need to like. Well, they just don't give a shit, man, because they want it to. You, they want you to fall asleep. Yeah, it's true. As long as it's running, they want they you to really fall know, yeah. asleep, and then the next movie plays, and then they get the number of the view. They yeah, get right, the true. view, and then they can report back to the or idiot. So or, I guess right. because they don't, they're not transparent about how any of that is calculated or who, who's keeping yeah. track of it. This Nielsen's is wh- not doing it, right? This is why uh, it's all just content. Sure, it's not art. It's just it's just stuff that people consume, right? And you know Forget what? it, Jake. And it's it's Defenders of the Rotten. Because like, here we are. We got real fucking. We got depressing <laughs> shit down here. No, I love it. You brought up some of my favorite topics, <laughs> like to shit. get mad about. This is my stuff too. I agree. Um, but source code. It's a ninety-two. I drop it down to a sixty because uh, it's serviceable. It's fine. It works. Um, but there's there's some serious like weird shit that they're just not addressing. Um, I don't think Jake Gyllenhaal is an amazing like starring leading man, and I think Hollywood realized that. Um, cause he wasn't really, he's a great character things. actor. He is a great character actor and he's like a fine actor. And I think that he's just so handsome and was so young that they were trying to fit him into like a, a, a you know, square peg. He's a this is very close in time to, uh, Prince of Persia. Yes. Holy absolutely. shit. Is it really? It, it's the exact same thought process of like, is this a, he's really handsome. He looks great on the poster, but I don't know if like, how did we all forget about Prince of Persia? We all did. Like, like why was that well, not think a huge it. scandal <laughs> in the way like the Ghost in the Shell was? Oh, it's because it happened before right. anyone cared. <laughs> I mean, like, Jill Hall is supposed to be like, thank God. Yeah. I didn't make that like five years later. Absolutely. I would have gotten torn apart for that, but everyone just forgot yeah. that I did it. Sure. You know what the thing is about Adam Sandler's murder mystery? <laughs> is that the whole time, you know what it is, is when, is this movie, it's like him doing, it's a stupid Adam Sandler movie, but for inexplicably in this movie for the first time in a long time, he's doing dramatic Adam Sandler acting in a stupid Adam Sandler movie. And I don't mean to say that he's like pulling off some deep emotional performance, but his tone, the way he speaks to like Jennifer Aniston, it is so bizarrely natural sure. and, and mumbled. He's, do, he's doing acting. He's doing, he's doing as, as if he's in, in like indie drama, but he's in the middle of a bombastic comedy. Had he just made like the, uh, Meyerowitz. Meyerowitz yeah, yeah. Well, guys, you, you know film. that, um, he's, uh, what is it? Um, he's in the, the new Safdie brothers movie. Yeah, sure. He's trying to well, do the I'm, turn. I'm excited about that. Sure. I mean, I don't think Sandler's like a bad dramatic actor. I just think that when he's cast in things, it's because people are like, I guess this isn't really a fault, but uh, I want to see it. It's it's a novelty to see Adam Sandler acting. He's usually acting. Yeah. I'm still yeah. surprised. Like when he did Funny People, and like is so clearly commenting on his own career. Right. That like I watched that and I was like, this has got to be the start of a change. Right. It's like he's like finally like reckoning with all the shitty stuff he's done and how lazy yeah. he's been. Nope. Sure. Nope, n- nope, not not after that. I like that though, because sure. he's just like, "Fuck it, dude! I want to go to Hawaii with yeah. my friends." <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like shoot I, "Do yeah. you have any idea?" I uh, it's it's like the what's his who is it? Uh, Michael Caine talked about being in Jaws four, Jaws four, or whatever, and he's like, "I opened it and saw that it was in Bermuda and or wherever," and he said, "And I said yes." <laughs> it's like yeah, sometimes they just want to get flown out somewhere. Sure. 
get drunk, show up on set, say, watch out for sharks, and then go back home. Yeah. Uh, that sounds great, actually. That's awesome. I'd do it. Anyway. I was trying how to think did, what we saying about Adam Sandler doing... Doing dramatic acting in a bombastic-ass comedy? I forget. Whatever. It's all gone. All right. Well. It was a thought. Um, but yeah. So that's right. That's right. Good on, on Source Good. Any thoughts? Anybody okay. see it? Was last time you saw it? Anybody care? Yeah, it, um, I last saw it... Uh, uh, I, I think uh, April 2011. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, he looks at the sheet. He's like, when was this released? Sure. Yeah, I saw it uh, that weekend. Uh, yeah, I, I saw it at the, uh, the, the, the Wilton Regal Cinema uh, yeah. in my hometown. Very Spectacular. Cool. Very cool. Is that where you're from, Wilton? Uh, no, I mean, that, that's sort of like the, the name of the mall. What's the name of the town? Uh, I'm from Saratoga Springs, New York, originally. Okay. You know what's fucked up about Duncan Jones is that what? he stole, like, he was Duncan Bowie, you know, and then he sure. and then he went online and he saw my name on NBA 2K <laughs> 2K10. Okay, yeah, and sure. He t- and he took Duncan Jones uh-huh. right out from Good, under. Perfect. Yep. Wait, Michael didn't like this that. Is entirely Wait. just an esoteric pun about, about Duncan. Duncan. Oh, like, oh, I was like, was that really your name? Like, my name is Duncan jo- Duncan Donuts that's my Jones. My IMDb username. <laughs> Duncan Jonuts. No, yeah, we, yeah, I did. I gave it a sixty. Sixty. Come here. What do we have to plug, Michael? Are we bringing on producer? Yeah, we do. Yeah, All right, autofill movie review. So we do this thing called predictive text movie review. It's where you type the name of the movie and you type in the, uh, you use the phone's predictive text to okay. make like a funny sequel to the movie. Cool. Um, we're not doing that. We're not. We are, but we are reading user submissions. Oh, what the okay. fuck? What do you mean? For what? For our movie. For our movie? Oh, okay. All right, whatever you say, Michael. Whatever you say. All right. Boss. Okay. So we're going to do predicted text movie review it's now. exactly what I just described, but you're doing it. For, for all of our old movies. Wait, okay. So you're taking, here, I'll show you. Just in like a... Did I do again? Just right. in the browser. any text. Okay, who's up first? Let's go first. Patrick, you're a okay. guest. Okay, uh, so from my movie, right? Uh, Three-headed movie, or the... Uh, predict text movie review for um, Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain. Okay, Pain and Gain is a very fun game to play with you guys, and I love it. Good, perfect, <laughs> lovely, excellent. Dom, Atlantis: The Lost Empire was the way, y'all. We know how to get it. Y'all look beautiful, and I think I gotta get a little. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I did this wrong. <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> Uh, source code is that Game of Thrones and it's humming in the country air. <laughs> Whoa, dude. We need to spend the next three beefs breaking down whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> what have we been typing? <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, and we're going to do a couple of predict texts. We had Spider-Man Far From Home. <gasps> Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. You guys submitted it in the Discord. If you don't know how to get there, go to our Twitter. The link right there. Which is www.tweetweetweetweetweetweetweetweet.com slash reasonable beef. Twitter.com slash reasonable beef. Join the conversation. Discord's fun. We got a little good group of kids going on in there. And uh, Patreon, P A T R E N dot com. Give your can any man money gives you access to bonus beef, which is our weekly <laughs> bonus episode. Patrick, okay. Patrick is in rapture. <laughs> what just... is happening? <laughs> All right, so we're going to read a couple. All right, this one's from Yusuf. <clears throat> Spider Man Far From Home is the summertime for the summer fun, and you can join the fun. <laughs> <laughs> I like that which one. Which I enjoy. Good. That's a good Excellent. review. Perfect. Put that in the TV spots. We have got Zach, and it's uh, Spider Man Far From Home is the first original movie to have him in the backseat of my car, <laughs> and I haven't had any problems with it yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty solid one. That one's good as shit. That's a really good one, Zach. Uh. JWKL. 
Um, Spider-Man Far From Home is that the one time we got home and we had to go see them again, and then we had to go see them again sometime soon, and then we will see them again. <laughs> A description of the MCU. <laughs> well, that's what that's what they wrote. They're like they're feeling the MCU. Right now. <laughs> and then um, we have to see them again, yeah. and then see them again. And Mr. Kibbles says Spider-Man Far From Home was the one time I got my first kiss, and it didn't feel good at all. <laughs> Good, Miss Kibbles. Thank you. Excellent. Uh, oh, we have corrections that we were going to read. Okay. Corrections. Um, Michael made us corrections while we were listening to the episode. So here's some live corrections. Uh, Spin City ended in t- uh, 2002. And oh, uh, awesome. Michael J. Fox left in 2000. So you're right. It probably is around he that time. He was doing that when he was, he was yeah, trying to get, that, get some money. Wild was produced by Disney. Wild uh, was produced the wild, by which is I'm that weird. Sorry, yeah, it's all, no, no, no problem. Oh, wild. The, oh, wait, the wild, not the Reese Witherspoon. Wait, wait, which one? Yeah, the Disney animated film where Reese Witherspoon uh, goes on a long walk. Sure. <laughs> and uh, there was no litigation with uh, uh, Lod- uh, Nadia of the Blue Water, uh, and the producer said he had never heard of it before until, and it was brought up after production had completed. Whoa. Both were based on. Michael wrote 200 leagues under the sea. I'm pretty sure the book is 30,000 leagues under the sea. 20,000? <laughs> but 200 is close enough. 20,000, you're right. 200 leagues under the sea. See, look, I was trying to be glib and I got it wrong as well. I believe it's 13 leagues. No, 200 leagues is the, just... The 13, uh, 30,000 leagues of extraordinary gentlemen under the sea. <laughs> Excuse me, got it out. Bless you. Thank you, Patrick. Thank, thank you, Patrick. Thank, thank you, you for so having me. This show. was really fun. Good, excellent. Next yeah. time you're in LA, please. Yeah, yeah. The show. Do you have anything to plug? Anything cool coming out? Any videos uh, upcoming? Yeah, yeah. Probably out in two uh, days. What? This will probably be out in two days. Uh, in two days. Yes. Uh, so next week I will have a new video out uh, on YouTube. Uh, you on my channel. It's a youtube.com slash Patrick H. Willems. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's lots and lots of videos. Most of them are about movies. Um, and I recently launched my own. I re- relaunched my old podcast with a new season, and it's called Can't Get Enough of Keanu. Good. Explores the filmography of that great, ageless, enigmatic Canadian actor, movie by movie. Sure. And uh, it's in all the podcast places. Sure. Outstanding. Your, uh, your output of content, I fucking cannot believe it. Like, I, don't, I don't sleep. I don't understand. And I feel bad a lot when you upload a new video and it's like oh 35 minutes i don't sleep and i feel bad a lot <laughs> I, Patrick I just, H. Well, he, he, yeah important thing about those 35 minute long videos they're usually supposed to be 15 minutes long yeah. and then i but i and so i set it aside the amount of time that the, yeah. for like a 15 minute long video and then i don't sleep and i Fuck. don't take days off and i feel bad all the time. and people love it man and then people are like well hell yeah i got i got 35 minutes yeah, they're, they're like oh cool when's the next one i'm like i just uh, i just want to like eat food nah, 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 nah. Uh, yeah this. what a bad career why did i do this <laughs> welcome to reasonable beef <laughs> listen it brought you here to with us so yeah, all, all worth it lovely 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 okay cool thank you patrick yeah. um do you have anything dumb mo That was it. He fell down the well again. We lost him. All right. It's so. interesting. My, my Spotify doesn't link. Like when you go to my Spotify page with my music, it doesn't show that I'm on this podcast. And to that, I say, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can check out Dom's EP, right? Is it up? There's no EP, but there's a bunch of singles. Go ahead. Find Dom on Spotify. And also I've been putting music out. Starting it. We're going to shoot a short at the end of the month. Got new other cool shit. I had a meeting today about a cool thing. <laughs> Don't tell him that. Goodbye. All right. So long. <laughs>